Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Kingdom's Queens podcast. We are Super Bowl 57 champions. Excited. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's been a long season, a long time coming, but we could not be more proud of our Kansas City Chiefs. Super Bowl champions, LVII 57. Um, this is going to be, we're sad football's over, but my gosh, what a way to end the season because I just, I, it's unreal. I'm on cloud nine still. It still doesn't feel real. Maybe at the parade tomorrow it will when we're like partying with everyone. But uh, yeah, just so excited. I'm your host, Lexi. I'm Chrissy. I'm Jody. Hey, y'all. So, I mean, I guess let's get into it. Let's talk about this amazing Super Bowl, Super Bowl 57 that we won. And we, I don't want to say we, but there were talks that we weren't even going to make it this far, right? Yeah, We're not going to make it to the playoffs. We weren't even supposed to make it to the playoffs. And we won the Super Bowl. Some people we were not supposed to. Right. Whether so, they want to admit it or not. Right. We're here. We're here. So let's get into it. Let's talk about all the great things that happened. Man, I hope there's not an echo. Sorry, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Sorry. What is Kansas City? So. Not in my normal space today. Yeah, we're Bad all in Kansas City. It's okay. But we're home. So let's get into it. Let's talk about all the great things of this Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so you guys, first of all, I just want to say that Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy put on an absolute masterclass in that second half of the game against the Eagles. Yeah, sure Corn dog, gotta catch them all. Like we could yeah. go on and on and on. Uh, I just love their team. Really tries to keep the game fun, and I think that's a big reason why we've been as good as we have for such a long time. Because our guys are having fun during the games. Um, they're keeping things light. They're having fun. It's as Mahomes said, it's a kid's game. So you're supposed to be having fun, you know? And I think when people take things too seriously, it, it, it kind of, it, it can ruin the chemistry and, and everything. So I just love seeing our guys on, on the world's biggest stage, having a blast out there. Um, I don't know about you guys. Sorry. It's raining in Kansas city. So sorry if you hear my dogs, I just apologize in advance. Um, <laughs> But so the funny thing about this game is the Eagles did almost everything people say you need to do to beat the Chiefs, right? They limited time of possession like crazy. I think we only had 24 minutes. Correct. Um, yeah. Possession. Um, yeah. So Jalen Hurts was phenomenal. He lights out. I mean, fantastic. Um, they have a great D-line. They have a great O-line. But none of this mattered. And – I mean, we won the turnover battle. Heck yeah. Our special teams played fantastic. Um, and I think one of the biggest things is while Jalen Hurts was throwing some dimes, man, I thought our defense did a really, really good job of keeping him in the pocket, keeping him from using yeah. his legs as much as we know he can, minus like the short field goal or short field goal, short touchdowns that he was able to run <laughs> in for. But I thought we did a really, really good job of that. So, um, I can't I believe to... the amount of quarterback sneaks that he'd had. Oh, like, I was just no, gonna... there was like six thousand of them. Like, oh, another fourth and one. Here they, they are. Masters. Masters. Like hundred for a hundred. Unbelievable. <laughs> but I, I want to give it. I want to give a huge shout out to Colin Saunders, Nick Bolton, and Leo Chanel. Leo <laughs> Chanel, I feel like we haven't mentioned his name a ton this season, but he was second on our team in tackles and in, in the Super Bowl, and he was Absolutely. all over the place. And Colin Saunders had probably one of the most underrated plays at the end of the game where he was running up on, on Jalen Hurts. And oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was just, I, I feel like he's had a phenomenal season and it's not being talked about enough. So I just, and obviously Nick Bolton, we've given him all his flowers here. We love, we love ourselves some Nick Bolton, but um, I just feel like those three definitely deserved a shout out. So, yeah. I completely agree. Um, it's hard to even know where to begin when talking about the Super Bowl, right? Like, yeah. She started with defense. I had to go to my other notes. I was like, oh, she started defense. Okay. Defense. So, I mean, it starts off – We like, both teams start off with amazing first drives, right? Like, Eagles run down the field. Chiefs run down the field. Travis Kelsey, always open. I don't know how he does it. But he is just always open. open. And defenses do not learn. Um, 
So all the props to him and Mahomes. They are just legendary. Uh, just legendary. I mean, it's amazing. And if we get a few more years out of him, they're going to be the probably the best duo in history. They're going to pass up uh, Tom and Gronk here in a few years. So if we keep going with this. So, yeah, so, I think they're what one uh, touchdown away from, from Brady and Gronk's. Yeah. One they're one away. Yeah. So they're right there. And the, and you just know that they're so competitive. Um, yeah. They, yeah, it's crazy. Um, and then, you know, Nick Bolton starting off really hot. I know we're, we always give him his flowers, but like that play he made against Jalen hurts where he just knocked the ball right out of his hands and, gets into the end zone and does it again a second time, but it didn't count by like two times. That's you're still being there, right? That's I mean, honestly, if he would have scored two touchdowns on two scooping scores, he would have 1,000%. Yeah. And he yeah. deserves it. Like they, I think we said going into this game, it's important that our linebackers have a day and they did. Um, they, did. Yep. they did. And we knew that whatever they brought to the table was going to be extremely impactful. And yeah. They came out of the gate not only fast but hot and set the tone and set the tempo. And I'm really glad that we did exactly that. We won the coin toss and we gave them the ball. That was broke exactly the coin the toss curse, right? Hey, broke a lot of curses. Broke game. a lot of curses. Coin toss. I mean, list goes on. Um, but they're just. I mean, credit to the Eagles' offense. They were phenomenal. Like, they were they pretty unstoppable. And Jalen Hurts is really awesome. And he made some awesome throws, too. Not only not only did he use his legs, he made some really awesome throws. Like, you have to he give threw him some dimes. I mean, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith both almost had 100 yards. One yeah. Had, A.J. Brown had 100, and I think Devontae Smith had, like, 96 or vice versa. Yeah, it was pretty close. Like that. So, I, I mean, was, they definitely yeah. bought out. And they just figured out how to keep the Chiefs off the field. And that was, at least for the first half. The second yeah. half, we definitely adjusted. But the first yeah. half, and now that does happen when you get a defensive touchdown, right? So Nick Bolton gets that touchdown, but then it puts the Eagles offense right back on the field. Right. So then, you know, it, it takes away from. <laughs> I mean, we only had the ball, I think, less than a minute and a half the whole entire second yeah. quarter. Yeah, <clears throat> But, I mean, that, you know, we kind of spoke about this a little bit on Sunday that speaks highly to our defense, right? They were pretty much on the field for 14 minutes in the entire second quarter. And yeah. it's not easy to just be out there and be playing high-intensity football against the best quarterback in the NFC for 14 minutes. You know, they yeah. didn't really get that break. They didn't get that timeout. And I just remember <clears throat> we had a space yesterday. And I remember saying in the space yesterday, like, you know what? I'm not really mad at all these Super Bowl commercials because it's giving our guys a second to breathe. Yeah. It's giving our guys a second to get that Gatorade. If it would have been a regular season game, those timeouts would have went by like that. Right. And they would have been back on the field. So, I mean, even though, yes, it's the Super Bowl, and I don't think any of us paid any attention to commercials besides the 2D commercial. But, I mean, I don't think any of us paid attention to it. But the timeouts might have saved us. Those commercials, all those breaks might have saved this. So hey Chris. Yeah. I've known Chris since like high school. So I had Aww. to give him a little shout out. Hey Chris. Tuning in. <laughs> but the Eagle scores, I don't know if y'all actually like, I know we've watched the game several times, but you know, sat down and looked at it. They scored 17 points in the second quarter. Yeah. Yeah. And then we did the oh, same. And that is, that's typical of them. They're a second quarter team. Like if yeah. you look at, I think they led the NFL in second quarter points. Yeah. Like it was like when they started the second quarter, I was like, oh man. Yeah. I <laughs> they're, mean, but, they're I mean to continue to talk about like the defense, because I have so much to say about the offense. So I'm going to just keep on defense right now. I mean, you know, Trent McDuffie, he had some ups and downs in this game, but in the second half, I feel like he kind of got it together and came in clutch. I feel like you could probably say the same for Thornhill. I could tell I'm not sitting in my regular seat because I don't talk with my hands like this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Andrew Wiley, I mean, I feel like oh, that pancake was crazy, right? Like, I how do I nicely say this? He was in amazing this game. He was amazing this He game. was. I still want him off my team, but he was amazing this game. And I cannot be more than happy to see like the type of game that he had. I hate seeing Pat get hurt again, but you know, he, <clears throat> they heard you, right? They heard you talking about them. The offense, I mean, the defense heard you, OBJ heard you, everybody heard you. 
they heard us and they kicked it up and died here for this game. Yeah, I mean, all the credit to our O-line. Like, I'm still considering wearing my Creed Humphrey jersey tomorrow to parade because yeah, O-line, they just did fantastic. Like, I, there was so much crap being talked for two weeks about how phenomenal the Eagles D-line is. And rightfully so. They had, what, 70 sacks on the season. Right. Um, but it's like they were thinking our O-line was the same O-line as the Tampa Bay Super Bowl. And it's like, did you guys not – I'm like, did, did we you not watch our O-line the last two seasons? Like, granted, I think they were better last season than this season, but every time our O-line has been disrespected this season, they have come to play. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wish they just play that like, way every game, but, you know, still, they, I don't understand what people are doing just disrespecting them like that. Makes no sense to me. It's great, though. I mean, I loved it because I felt like the disrespect, like, week after week, it just fired up our team so much. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know what? Bring on the disrespect. I do not care. Like, they love it. They feed off of that. And I was just yeah. like, listening to um, Orlando Brown. He was on the Pat McAfee show today. I was just listening to his interview. And he was just going off. He's like, yeah, like, we hear all that stuff. We heard it for two weeks. Like, yeah. That, I mean, that gets to them. I mean, and I love it. So they all play. They all shut up to play. Not one sack allowed. And I will say... Amazing. Now, yeah. That field. Oh yeah. That I was gonna bring that up too. That field was not good. Um it might have been worse than week one. Right. Like they worked on it for two years, and luckily I don't think either team walked away with any major injuries, which is really fortunate. Yeah. Oh, yeah considering the conditions. I mean, Pat um, got re-injured. What? I said Pat got re-injured. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't he know was that was the turf though. The tackle he took though. It wasn't because yeah. of the field. Yeah. But, but, um, but that was not acceptable. But then, you know, it's funny to see like the, uh, like the opposing team's fans, Eagles fans are like, oh, well, that's why we didn't make sacks is because of the field. It's like, well, uh, we played on the same field. Yeah. Both both is that the excuse? I haven't heard that excuse. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've yeah. seen a lot of it. They, I'm, I think they were, they, um, interviewed Reddick and he was like, yeah, that field was just, and I'm like, dude, we all played, well, we didn't, but like the players all played, all played on the same there, field. Yeah. It wasn't an unfair advantage to either team. All the players played on the same field. And so Orlando Brown said on uh, Pat McAfee today, he was like, you know, he's like, honestly, it's almost a more of a disadvantage for the O-lines because we're the ones being backed up into it. Like they're not the ones like pushing for, you know, so it was kind of like, I don't know. I don't think they saw it the same way, but I do feel like both O-lines were just phenomenal. I will say. Yeah, both O-lines. Yeah. I will say with the turf, I'm I'm like 90% convinced in myself that Harrison Butker's first missed field goal was all in his head. Be, I guess his only missed field goal. Sorry, I shouldn't say first missed. He said it was the like, in the turf. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, people were slipping all over the place. He probably saw that. He probably got into his head. And if you looked, Elliot, the I think it was Elliot, the kicker from the other team. Um, he went to go yeah. kick off and he did the exact same thing pretty much that Butker had did done week one where his ankle like tweaked mm-hmm. and luckily he didn't get hurt, but it was the exact same thing that happened because his foot slid. So yeah. I'm just like, I'm, I'm feeling like I, I'm proud of Butker, honestly, for, I think he was in his head when he saw everyone slipping and sliding out there. He probably got in his head when he went to kick that field goal. And my little sister actually said something really funny. The doink sound that happened. She goes, that's what sounds when a Windows computer has something wrong with it. And I was like, oh, my God, that's perfect. But um, it was so loud and dramatic. Like, they had It was such a doink. And then they kept replaying it. I was like, stop replaying it, please. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just really proud of Butker for, for overcoming that and coming back and kicking as well as he did. And especially the game winning field goal that he hit, like being being someone who has gone through injuries and whatnot, like getting over the mental aspect of an injury is super hard, especially when you're going back to the place the injury occurred. And then the field conditions are like exactly the same. Like, I just want to give Harrison Butker his props because I know that had to be a really difficult thing to like overcome in his head. So, yeah. Well, I have a few things to say about the offense. Actually, I have a lot of things to say. Yeah. Let's get into the offense. So favorite topic. (laughs) I just think it's important that we kind of acknowledge who Patrick Mahomes is. Um, we are watching one incompletion. <laughs> I think it's, uh, it's time to respect him, right? Yeah. 
Um, two-time Super Bowl champion, two-time Super Bowl MVP, two-time regular season MVP. He's 27. He's been, this is a sixth season complete. Like, get some respect in there. Um, Breaking is he top five in my mind? Yeah, he's top five to me right today. He's top five quarterback in the National Football League in, in general. To in history. Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep gloating on Patrick for a little bit. I was talking to a friend earlier, and they posted this stat that was insane, and it was his postseason stats. And I was just like, holy moly, Patrick Mahomes, right? So um, for the postseason, the entire postseason, Pat went 72-400. He had a 72% completion rate, which is unbelievable. What? Um, he had 703 passing yards. He had seven touchdowns and zero interceptions in the postseason. So it's like, you know, all of the things that happen through the regular season could care less. It's all about what happens in the postseason and what you're doing to get to the final dance. And he did that. And he, and he did all of that on a bum ankle, Jody. One all leg, of that on a bum ankle. Two games, one leg. Like Yeah, because really he had he heard ankle, it in the Jacksonville game. Ankle injury was like first second drive. Second drive. Yeah, it Jackson. was the first quarter. Yeah. Yeah. So right. he had a majority of the Jacksonville game, all the Bengals game, all of the Eagles game, yeah, all yeah. of those stats on a bum ankle. You guys, that's insane. And the crazy part is, is in this game, in the Super Bowl, he went 21 for 27, only had 182 yards and three touchdowns, and including taking another big hit. That is crazy to me. You know. I think that gets taken away because we had the ball so little in the first half. And so people yeah. are like, oh, well, that's, that's, that's not impressive. What, you know, but it's like, well, if you look Watch at how the game, game was actually played, yeah. that's, there's a reason why that's exactly. Well, and he had one incompletion in the second half. Correct. Yeah. One exactly. incompletion. And it was a throwaway. Yeah. Like it wasn't. Right. Like, it, was it, was play, right? it was a smart play. I would rather him throw the ball out of that bounds. Was Wiley in the yeah. That was the Wiley catch or uh, catch them all. Yeah. Play. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so funny. I was listening to um, NFL Live yesterday because that's the only show I can stand on ESPN, right? But I was listening to them yesterday and they were just talking about Patrick Mahomes and they were like, this dude, like, what team ever doesn't have time of possession? Who doesn't win that battle and still wins the game? Especially by such a large margin. Yeah, and who throws less than two hundred yards and still wins the game? Like they were like, he really is just changing the game and changing the narrative of what we thought football should be for so long. Yeah, um, yeah. and yeah, it's like hard to speak to for this guy because he's coming in and doing different things every single game. You can't understand what's going to happen. You don't know where it's going to come from, and he's still finding ways to win. So I just wanted to take a very long moment to gloat at Patrick Mahomes and all of his amazing things that he's done. I yeah. mean, just the best, obviously the best quarterback in Chiefs history. And then just making such history in general, like he's just breaking stats all over the place. I don't think we've ever seen anything like this. No. No, in, no never. It's Tom unprecedented. Brady, Tom Brady had a really, really awesome first five years, right? But he also had a phenomenal defense but, almost every year. Well, Exactly. He, it's different. It's different. The stuff we're watching from Mahomes, and I under, I understand. I'm not saying he's overgoated than Brady right now. I'm not saying any of right. that. But what I'm saying is his play style is so different. He's on track. It's so, it's so special, and he's definitely on track. But it's so special the stuff he's able to do, like just the stuff we even saw all regular season, like. It was crazy, like one-off little throw it to Derek McKinnon, toss it to Clyde in the end zone, Air Mahomes. I mean, there's so many amazing, outstanding things he's doing all the time that changing the game. And it's it's changing the game for future quarterbacks. Like you see high school Absolutely. quarterbacks that are now trying to be like, okay, wait, let me try that. Like it's so, so because kids literally do what they see. You even yeah, they see really do. And they do what they see. Even when it comes down to like the celebrations in the end zone. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you see that with kids. He's so humble on himself too. He's like, no, I can't. I can't outrun you. I can't outjuke you. But I'm gonna like outplay you. And it's just his style. Just the way he's just he grasps grasps the game and the way he understands football. Like his football IQ is 
out the room. <laughs> and it's so funny. I laughed earlier when he told Makota race him. I don't know if y'all are on Twitter. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, there's no way y'all gave him a 94% rating. He's like, you want to race? And I'm like, yeah, that's right. And it's so I would funny. love that. I feel like over these last like 24 hours, like, yeah. like okay, you're going to see the real me now because the season's over. Right. Like you said, I feel like he's so conservative through the season, but when yeah. it's over, he's like, like to and now he's like, uh, I'm going to talk a little. He's like, I got a ring. I got two rings. I can talk yeah. now. I'm going to talk a little. <laughs> what were you about to say, Chrissy? Oh, never mind. So, <laughs> sorry, um, my dogs are banging on a gate. No, right. I also want to give a quick shout out to our run game. Andy Reid, you didn't yeah. abandon the run. You didn't abandon the Man. run. Man. <laughs> Pacheco had 15 carries for 76 yards. Yes. That's so many. To know Chiefs football is to know that that's so many. And he took a huge hit. He took a nasty hit. I think he got the wind knocked out of him. I think he got the wind knocked out of him. Maybe. It scared me. He was right back in. me and I was like, oh my goodness. I was scared. I was like, no, Pacheco, you always get up. Come on, baby, get up. Come on, Pacheco. I know. Oh, baby, 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 get up. I, yeah, right I do think he had, like, the wind knocked out of him. Because he, he got hit, like, right in this area. Yeah. And so I was just like, okay, it's either ribs or the wind. Like, please let it just be the air. <laughs> get him some breathing. He'll be fine. I mean, and he came right back in the game and act like nothing happened. I was like. Yep. I don't know what. Yeah, what's in the Gatorade in this Chiefs locker room or whatever, but keep feeding it to them. And, you know, if we're going to talk about the run game, let's talk about McKinnon and his amazing clock management slide right in front of the end zone at the end of the game. Because I know that he said that the coaches have been harping about clock management and things like that all week. But when you're in the heat of the moment, I feel like that stuff can so easily just kind of like, trickle away and the fact that he i mean he slid down perfectly they were able to get oh i don't know like so they I gave just, the eagles the let them go ahead and score let them score and yeah the that's what they, they were, were doing they were gonna let him go and score and he was like no 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 i'm too smart for that but like he oh. he's just been all season long he has done whatever the team has needed him to do, whether it was catch a bazillion touchdowns, whether it was pass blocking, which he was phenomenal at during this game, whether it was helping keep Patrick clean once Patrick was less mobile. If you notice, McKinnon became less of the receiving threat that he was, and he became more of the pass blocking threat yeah. just to help keep yeah. Patrick upright more. And I just cannot – like, I hope we bring him back because I cannot – I hope so, too. I feel just, like we will. I think he would take a team-friendly deal and come back. I mean, he's technically – he's technically here next year, right? Yeah. He's technically here. Yeah. Like, but I think he has a one-year deal. Yeah. I thought he had a two-year deal. I think it was a one. Who has a two-year But I just – MBS is a three-year. Yeah, MBS is three-year. But <laughs> I'm just – I'm just really MBS. – MBS is three-year. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm really thankful for everything McKinnon has brought this team and the way that he sacrificed stats in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl to do what the team needed him to do. Like, I, I could not be more grateful for everything he did for this team. Like, I mean, honestly, I think like, McKinnon will be back because CEH won't be. True. He posted himself today. He said there is no I in team, and he posted his like just coming short of the goal line. And I was like, "That's a framer right there! Like frame yeah. that for Derek McKinnon because you could that have won us the Super Bowl and bragged about scoring a touchdown in the Super Bowl, but you actually did something almost even bigger than that by yeah. sacrificing that, stopping short, saving the clock. That's I was listening to a- like I mean, it's just crazy. I yeah. was listening to a podcast earlier, and they were talking about how. Not only, you know, they coached that, but when he was running full momentum, everybody kind of came off the sideline like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he was like, guys, I got this. I know what I'm supposed to do in this moment. (laughs) And you can tell that's definitely a veteran move. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk about Travis Kelsey. I know y'all touched on him a little bit. He was so open all game. (laughs) And we called that, didn't we? We said he'd have a game. I love that he was the first to know us. 
Uh, Travis Kelsey went six for 81, and they had no answer for him, including a touchdown where he did the stanky leg, and nobody expected that. <laughs> Woo! That's stanky leg. He just does whatever he wants. He really does. I just <laughs> – sorry. I'm still recovering, guys. I know that they – this game is so different for Travis, right? We knew all the emotion that went into this game, this, especially with everything that they were going through the last two oh, weeks. Yeah. And I feel like over this last week as well, just all the family things that were happening. For me, watching his post-game interview, I was, like, really emotional because you never see that side of Travis. You never see that side However, of Travis. And he's been here for 10 years. I've never seen that side of him. So for him to really like just show his true genuine feelings and to be that open with the fans, that was something that I told Dan on his podcast. I said, Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. I feel like people would have been stupid not to bet that. What were y'all thoughts about just Travis's game in general, the way he, I know we posted a video earlier of him like hugging his mom and then Jason hugging his mom. Like it was a really inspiring moment for me. Like it meant a lot. Yeah. So, especially I feel, being a veteran. I, I feel like knowing all the extra distractions that Travis and Jason had this week, cause they really did. Like they had, yeah. you know, the Kelsey bowl, all the stuff being on his mom and, and, and just, I mean, their podcast and they had so many extra distractions yeah and the way that both of them played despite having all those distractions knowing you're going going up against your brother see it's, it's you or your brother neither one of you are going to leave both both of them aren't going to leave happy yeah. i no. i thought travis played a phenomenal game and i know just watching all the different mic'd ups we've seen of travis you know he was on the sidelines constantly telling his team like we're not done like keep your head up we've got this like believe etc cetera, etc cetera. and just knowing how big of a leader he has become especially knowing travis like when we started knowing travis when he was this hot-headed temperamental like <laughs> you know child on the field like oh, yeah. knowing who he is now being a pinnacle leader on this team and watching him take this week or these last two weeks really in stride and then coming out there and just shredding the Eagles defense and doing what he did. Like I, I never want to see the day that he is not playing football anymore, but I know it's going to come and the day that comes, I'm going to be a hot mess because it has been an honor watching him play and just grow up before our very eyes. I know I yesterday. I feel like he would still, I feel like he would pull a Gronk. Yeah. So this was like, I'm going to retire guys. Like this has been so good and so fun. I think yeah. he's gonna. I, I I think he's gonna get bored and still yeah. come out of retirement, especially if Pat is still playing. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to separate those two. Like I know Patrick said, their families have kind of meshed together because they're yeah. so close off the field, and I, I think it would be really hard for them to break that break up yeah. that duo. I definitely point. don't see Travis retiring this next season. I think it would. Be, oh no! I think he has like at least three years left in him, and then oh, he might. Yeah. Like, eh, but I mean, he's they still getting Jason fourteen hundred yards. Of, yeah, they can even Jason Witten him if they want to. Just bring him in for third down and let him get the first down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good at it. like it's silly. <laughs> yeah, like Travis. I know he's what thirty ish. He's thirty three. Thirty ish. He might be thirty one to like thirty. I didn't think he was thirty three either. I think he's I thought he was thirty one. I'm gonna Google it. I'm Googling it. I still think he has at least three, for sure, three years left. Oh, right. he is 33. Look at I that. You. Oh, hey, uh, Travis, I'm also 33. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're watching while you're hungry. I'll keep your back spasms at bay. Listen, <laughs> it comes with 30s, okay? Anyway, uh, but no, I'm just super proud of Travis, and I know he was super excited. Okay, he's 34 in October. This was, this was the fifth time that he was a captain in a playoff game. So he was excited because he got his gold stars and his gold C, which I didn't even realize that. So now when I watch the game for the third time, I'm going to look for that. So um, <laughs> I know I didn't pay attention. Okay, we got to talk about the guy who has kind of been a trending topic all day on Twitter, Mr. Juju Smith-Schuster. He is sitting on fire today. He's cooking chicken at Kane's. 
He's talking crap on Twitter. So <laughs> random. Like I love Juju Smith Schuster. <laughs> I just say, like, I I know some people didn't love that he was talking crap today, but I'm like, you know what? I, he had himself a fantastic second half of that game, and he had himself a fantastic season. And he's been so disrespected and like, oh, he's a TikTok boy. Oh, he's gonna be nothing on after the Steelers, whatever, whatever. He's not gonna be your wide receiver one. Like, no. It made me think like there had to have been a lot of trash talking going on in that field for him to post that today. Oh, yeah. like, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I thought it was hilarious. I, I, was, hilarious. I also was like, what's Juju doing? Like Juju's got, <laughs> whoa, Juju. Like you don't expect that. I thought it was so funny, but I, <laughs> I was just like, oh, this is going to go the, tr- the drama. I feel, I feel like a hypocrite right now. I'm I know. Myself out because here's my thing. If we were in season, I would be livid. Oh, 100%. I would be livid. But I think that's why I'm not mad. It's postseason. And you want to yeah. say it's postseason? Y'all we haven't heard talked in talk. weeks. <laughs> they walked the talk that they were supposed to walk. And they got a ring. So yeah. now he's a Super Bowl yeah. champion. And he I'm can do whatever bad. he wants. And he can talk as much as he wants. And then when August gets here, I don't want to hear it. But he's currently a Super Bowl champion. He had a heck of a game. He went seven for 53. He was in the clutch when he needed to be. He was being a distraction and letting other people get open. His second half, like you said, Lexi, he was on fire. So everywhere. Talk his little talk today. Y'all wait till the parade tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, buddy. You just wait till. I mean, the Travis Kelsey clip from from two years ago is still circulating, right? So, so y'all I mean, that's like the new mantra for the Chiefs, now it's right? Gonna be, what's going to be the next one? I'm excited to see what's coming. I know. I, I can't know. wait to watch it. I can't wait. It's going to be so good. We want Juju back. Yes, yes. we want Juju back. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Juju yes. catches everything. Juju catches everything. It's going to trend at some point, guys. We got this. We're going to get it. You know what the thing is, too, for me, with these wide receivers, um, we have Kadarius Tony, who's building up fantastic rapport with Mahomes. Yes. Then you have Sky Moore, who scored his first touchdown in the Super Bowl. I was so proud so he's, of him. Like, he's really turning it on right now. Then you have MVS, who will probably be here again next season, and I think he's really turning it up. He was a little lot. Uh, he was being heavily covered this game, right? As yeah. he should be. Yeah, and he should be against the Bengals. So. That was due to him being wide open be. in the Bengals game. <laughs> yeah, and so I'm actually fine with like. All of these guys coming back, Juju, MBS, Sky, and Tony. Imagine all four of them. Plus, like, don't forget Justin Ross, Ross and John Ross. John Ross, we have. Like, I'm excited for the the longer you keep people, the more their chemistry builds. I, I'm totally good with that. And then, like, if we want to add a weapon or two, like, I'm good with that. Um, hey, D Hop, come on over, baby. Yeah, D Hop wants to hop on over. Man. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the picks, not the uh, <laughs> I don't know why that got me, but that got me. <laughs> bring, bring, bring him over. So, Sky Moore, um, I just, I, I feel like all of these postseason players, <laughs> like uh, everybody is so different in the postseason than in the regular season, right? So, Sky Moore has had an incredible postseason. Juju not coming back. Oh. <laughs> I was delayed and I was like, oh no. Anyway, Scott Morris had an incredible postseason. And I just think that I'm I couldn't be more proud of this rookie. He I feel like he had a rough beginning half of the season. He finally started finding his straight stride at the back half of the season. And he went into the postseason super confident. And I think that has a lot to do with our veterans. And I'm so grateful for our veterans because I think our yeah. veterans really like hype these hyped these rookies up and got them like mentally, physically ready to go into this postseason. Yeah. And I just can't wait to see what Sky Moore does next year. Like, yep. oh my God, he had one target for four yards and a touchdown in the Super Bowl. And I was thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> thrilled. Imagine like, like you said, that I've ever seen in my life. Allowing him to learn the playbook in the off season and really figure out like our offense. Cause they say our offense is a really tough offense to learn, it you know? Is- and so I, I, knowing how Sky has come on in the in the last part of the season here and the big plays that he's made, like you said, Jody, like 
next year, I see him having like this breakout year, kind of like how Tyreek's first year, it's not like he did a ton. He was more the punt return guy, return specialist, as you will. And then he learns the playbook and then he comes out and he just like blew people away. I'm not necessarily seeing that I see that big of a jump, but I think that he's going to be, I mean, he's going to be way, way more um, uh, of a big part of our offense next year. And I'm, and it's so I'm, funny to say that. I know we're talking about offense, but I was listening to something the other day, and they were yeah. talking about the defensive playbook in the secondary and the corner. I just remember hearing the safeties and the corners being like how they struggle, the rookies, how they struggle learning this playbook. And they really, really struggled. And they were like, what in the world? But the veterans were like, it's okay. Come in early, stay late. We're going to sit down and really study this thing. And you could see how yeah. it transitioned throughout the season. Yeah, As they started getting more and more comfortable. You put the suit on, y'all. My dad got a date. Don't come over here. Baby. <laughs> I'm live. Don't come over here. <laughs> but like, also, our rookies. I think it was on the franchise. They were talking about how the defensive guys. Everybody say hi, my dad. He came in. Oh, right? you look so <laughs> dapper. Yeah, we're live. There's people watching. So if you're gonna be we're here, Hello, say hi and go Chiefs and walk away. Hello, everybody. Go Chiefs. Yeah. Don't have fun. What about them cheese? Oh my god! <laughs> but I would say our rookies had this little study group where they got together, they got to gel and and really just grow together, learning this this playbook. Because, like you said, Jody, they said that it was hard; they struggled yeah. learning this playbook. So it helped them come together as a group, though having this little study group that they did all the time. And I just, I, I know, like we're we're kind of going into our thoughts of the season right now, but like like you said, I, I made a note specifically to talk about our veterans taking the rookies under their wings, staying late yeah. with them after practice, um, taking them aside to work individually, um, in training camp. Yeah. Um, without that effort from our veterans, those rookies would not have been making the huge game changing plays that they made in the playoffs. Um, yeah. Looking at the interceptions, like Brian Cook, Jalen Watson, Joshua Williams, um, and then just seeing like Sky Moore doing what he did in the playoffs, and Even I mean, Leo, just, Leo Chanel got a sack in the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, yeah. like Lights he just out. he just Leo Chanel had a huge <laughs> game in the Super he Bowl, really and did. he he really stepped it up a notch. And so, like, just seeing how this rookie class just. I'm like, I'm so incredibly proud of our rookies because this, this season was kind of a rebuilding season, you know, like we, we're bringing in all these rookies, retooling, rebuilding, whatever people want to call it. We had a whole new offense, a whole new defense, and we still came out and did what they did. And I just, I think the, the chemistry between the, the, the veterans and the rookies is, was huge because a lot of times you don't see that they're like ah the rookies will be fine you know fend for themselves and I think our team really just gelled together to make sure because we did have so many rookies and so many new players everybody had to gel together well I I think we gotta also think about it too though we brought some really good veterans in who also had to learn that same playbook yeah exactly The MBSs, the Juju, some people who have been in the league and have played for amazing quarterbacks and coaches too, right? Yeah. They have to also come in and learn this playbook. That is not easy. So, you know, I'm interested to know, like, how their leadership still played a role on learning the playbook, yeah. but yeah. still inspiring the people that were around too. I think this was definitely, like, the least selfish team we've had. Yes. In yeah. a really long time. Um, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, they've all spoken to that where – and Jarek McKinnon. Yeah, I mean, they yeah, also yeah. like it was just such a team effort. Like Frank Clark, I think all of Chiefs Kingdom can say how unbelievably proud we are of him this year. Like I know he's been through the freaking ringer with losing yeah. his father and just so many things he's gone through in the off season and all this kind of stuff. And he just the work he put in, like with George Karloftis trying to help him, and then. You know, I know Carlos Dunlap had to learn the playbook and Brandon Williams and all these guys coming in and they all just like worked together to put this together and they knew they could do it. And they were like, just watch, just watch. Yeah. And, exactly. um, and I'm well, just, I'm just so unbelievably proud of, I think, especially just for some reason, Chris Jones and Frank Clark just stood out to me and Travis, Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. Those four for me 
just stood out on a different level this season. And I know there's a lot of big names. Those are the big names of our team, but like they really were such great leaders this year. Um, They really just showed why they deserve to win a Super Bowl. Why, like, yeah, there was just like we said from the beginning of the season, there was just something so special about this squad, and we knew it. And yeah. I don't care what you want to say. Now people are doubling down like, oh, you guys weren't doubted. You were never doubted. You're the Chiefs, blah, blah, blah. I'm uh-huh. like, yes, we were. Like, <laughs> Not we sure if you guys are on Twitter, but if you're on Twitter, Lexi posted about 21 different posts. <laughs> oh, I came um, with- Of how we were doubted. Lexi had the time today. <laughs> so please make sure you follow her at it. Lexi Osborne on Twitter, and mm-hmm. you can see all of those posts that were on there. Before yeah. we pivot, before we pivot, um, y'all spoke about it, but I didn't get to say anything. Our coaching was incredible. Um, Andy, <laughs> Eric, the enemy, Spags, Toad, yeah, like, and even everybody the who special teams assistants under their teams. Yeah, it's, it man, we we got to take a second and talk about how great they were like Andy and Spags and EB were insane in this Super Bowl, like to a level I've never seen. And I kind of heard some things today that were like really interesting. Like we already spoke about like the MBS thing, right? That was great. But one thing that was like really great also is, you know, someone said what they would do is they would break the huddle and get out early so they could see what their defense was planning to do so we could know how to adjust to their defense. And I think that normally we have been a great team at second half adjustments. But in this Super Bowl, we were extremely good at adjusting in the moment. And I feel like I haven't seen the adjustment in the moment like that until like these last two playoff games. And I don't mean like – Y'all, y'all better give Spags his credit. If somebody said it in our space yesterday, and I didn't realize this either, but he has four Super Bowl rings. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, I, didn't, I, I didn't realize that until yesterday. I was like, what? So yeah, Spags, I know a lot of people don't like him. And I, I know that we're going to slow and go fast. But hey, hope you're here next year, Spags. I'm fine with it. I'm on board. I've heard rumors he's considering retirement. So I really hope that's not true. I hope they're like the fake it. Andy Reid rumors that we've. They need to all retire simultaneously at the same time in the next 10 years. No. Yeah. <laughs> take that all <laughs> Yeah, no. Right? No. 10 years. Oh, that's too much. Okay. I think uh, after this Super Bowl high, they have to be like, I think a lot of, I, I feel like they're going to be back. I'll be right back. I think we're going back to the Super Bowl again next year. Book it. I think we're going back to the Super Bowl next year, so book it. I think so, too. I would agree with you. Well, let's get into this parade tomorrow. And I feel like they want to run it back. Like, these guys, like Chris Jones, uh, Travis Kelsey, like, post-game Patrick Mahomes, they were all like immediately. Oh, they all plan on winning the Super Bowl again yeah. next year. They're all like, no, in we're Las Vegas. In Las Vegas, don't get it twisted. Yeah. They're going to win at Arrowhead West. So and the, thing is, the best, the best part is, is this team is only going to get better next season. Yeah. Like <laughs> these rookies did this well this season and made a Super Bowl and won against a phenomenal team in the Philadelphia Eagles. And we have 12 picks in the draft. And we have 12 picks. And we have like $70 million in cap space. And I know people oh, say we are going to talk about how amazing Brett Veach was. Oh, Brett Veach. Give oh, him I know we're running low on time. I know we're running low on time. But I think all three of us need to take a moment and say, hey, Spad. I mean, hey, Veach. Hey, Brett. We trust. Hey, Brett. I don't know what you've done. I don't know. I don't care. Thank you so much for doing all of the amazing things that you have done. I have never been so excited for another draft in my life. Like, and I, I really do think we will use some of our picks to it, our advantage and move up in the draft. Like, we got them. Use them. Yeah. Unless they do think they want to bring D-Hop in and they want – I, I don't even care because I trust Beach. I trust him. So – yeah. After the masterclass he put on the last two seasons in the draft, I'm, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been so excited for a draft, like you said, Jody. Like, I just can't wait. 
Well, let's get into the parade tomorrow. Um, Kansas City is hosting another annual parade. We love this so much for us. Parade starts at noon. Um, I'm like, let me let me read my notes on the parade. The news coverage in Kansas City starts at 4:30 a.m. tomorrow. That's crazy. So if you are ready. 4.30 a.m.? What? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> that is what time the news coverage starts. So if you're awake, because just like you didn't sleep for the Super Bowl, you're probably not sleeping for the parade. Turn on your local TV. They got you. Power and Light opens at 10 a.m. So just like the Super Bowl, they had people in line at 6 a.m. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're going to be there early. So. Yeah. Um, for those of you going to the parade, it starts on 6th and Grand, and it's going to go straight all the way to Union Station, which I'm sure you know that by now. <laughs> um, it's supposed to start at noon, and they should end up at Union Station by 1.45 p.m. Yeah, the rally's at 2. Yeah, and it'll probably go like two or two and a half hours. It did rain today in Kansas City, so if you're driving in tonight or flying in tomorrow morning, the ground's going to be wet and muddy. Prepare yeah, That's why my hair looks like this, for those watching. <laughs> I'm like, prepare, prepare yourself. Do y'all know how many people are projected to be there tomorrow? Probably more than the last time. It's supposed to be nice tomorrow, 50 degrees. I don't know how many people were actually there last time. I think it was, I think it was like a million. Or a million yeah, I think it was around a million, wasn't it? Yeah. They're projecting 1.2 million people to be there tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. 1.2. There's going to be no cell phone service. So if you're going to the parade, the tips that we as a group took, share location with your friends now. Yeah. Find a neutral spot to be because you might get lost if you're like what DG says. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be drunk. Yeah. Plan a location with your friends. Oh, they did say though they're gonna have a lot of like lost, lost locations. For, so like, if children are lost, there's they're gonna have like a lot of different stations all around um, to help people find their children. Yeah. Apparently, all the schools are closed in Kansas City. Tomorrow. Yep. Chrissy's like mm -hmm. not in Lawrence though because my friend teaches in Lawrence and her school is not closed. So I'm like, dang. Yeah, oh, yeah. my my kids will be with my mom. Sorry, mm -hmm. mom, and I will we be working. Happy birthday! We love you. Yeah, yeah. But yes, I will. Like Lexi said, it's supposed to be sunshine and 45 degrees. Um, and if you're traveling out on Thursday, Kansas City's getting up to two inches of snow. So be careful on your way out. What is that happening? What? Two inches of snow on Thursday. I don't. I. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So okay. tomorrow at the parade. You know, it's been a weirdly mild winter for the most part. Mine shows 0.2 inches. In uh, it said one or two inches earlier. Well, no, in Lee Summit, it says 0.2. So please be 0.2. I don't like the snow. Hopefully it's like north. Like north. I like it. Sorry, Liberty listeners. I need one big we're snow. Not, I got my snowblower fixed and it's done nothing. I need the snow to wait till Friday. Yeah, let you get out. I would prefer <laughs> it to happen on a weekend so I don't have to drive all over Lee Summit. That would be great. I needed to wait. So yeah, that is your parade update. I do want to wish my sister a happy 26th birthday too. Happy and birthday. Happy birthday Valentine's Day. It's my sister's birthday. Oh, a little Valentine's baby. baby. Valentine's it's warm baby. where she's at. It's warm where she's at. Oh. Well, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> That's for sure. Okay, so what are you guys' final thoughts about this season? Because it's over, and that's one thing, one thing we didn't touch on, which I want to nail down real quick, was uh, Kadarius Tony's long punt return. He set like a sixty-five record. yards. Longest he set a record, Super Bowl record. ever. Yep, yep. Like, I I want to give props to him. I don't know what I mean. I don't nothing against the Giants. I just don't trust him properly. 
I'm so glad he's on our team for the next while and I'm so excited to see how he does in our offense I can't wait to utilize yeah, it yeah weren't his stats like one reception for five yards in a touchdown yeah, yeah. And then his kick was something like that yeah. for 77 yards yeah <laughs> crazy. it's crazy. like his touchdown I, was yeah one catch five yards yeah his kick return was two for 77 which is incredible i can't wait to see how again he wasn't even supposed to be a this year like thing yeah it was supposed to be a next year like oh we're gonna get him and you know no he he was huge this year this season and that was just bonus yeah it's just and then he makes a touchdown in the super bowl i'm just yeah Thanks, Mom. Oh, happy Love birthday you. Too. So many birthdays. All the parents, yeah. all the dad, mom, sister. We love you all. Yeah. I know, right? Family um, affair here. Family affair. But we, yeah, anyway, to get into We need to start a petition to get KT to train with Bobby though. Uh yeah. <laughs> this off season. Sure. They yeah. need to become besties. He's in the best fair now, so he definitely yeah. should be good to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, can you imagine an off season with our training staff and maybe Bobby? Oh like gosh. he'll be in he'll be he'll be he'll fine. He'll be in great shape. Fine. Fine. Yeah. So what so, are your guys' final thoughts? My my final thoughts, I, I and I know Lexi, I felt like she was reading literally word for word my notes earlier. So I'm just gonna retouch because <laughs> it was so weird. I was like, that's exactly yeah, that's what that's I typed up. Sorry. Um, no, it's fine, but like you know, we all said this whole thing. Chrissy. I know, I know, right? That's funny because that's what I'm diving into. That's crazy. <laughs> um this team, we've said it all season, has just felt so special. Um, we were right. Their brotherhood, their chemistry their bond, their hard work. It, they've just brought us so much joy this season. Um, they bought into the Chiefs culture, the new players, the, the existing players. Um, and they, they bought in immediately. And it was apparent from the get-go. Watching Mahomes camp with the guys down in Texas and how many guys went down there. Um, and just seeing like Mahomes really take that leadership role. And he's like, look, I'm going to give the guys my extra so we can be a better offense in the season. And I think you yeah. can tell that, that that made a huge difference with this team. And I I just really, really hope we can keep our core together. I know Chris Jones mentioned that. He's like, we've got to keep our core together. We've got to run this back. We've got to, you know. And so I, I, I hope we can keep this core together and continue building around this core through the draft, which I'm so excited for. Kansas City draft. Woo-hoo. Yeah. So we've already touched on everything else I wanted to touch on for my final thoughts. So um, I'm just, I'm just incredibly proud of this team going through getting a whole new offense, whole new defense and doing what they did this year and having fun while doing it. And just seeing that I know other fan bases can, can make the comments they want about, Oh, that's cocky. Oh, that's just them making fun. It's like, no, they're having fun. And football is supposed to be a kid sport. You're supposed to have fun. Let the guys have fun. You guys would love it. And I bet your team would love it if they could have a little more fun on the field. So I just, I love all of it for our guys. And I, I'm sad it's the off season, but I'm also really excited to see what this team looks like next season. So. Yeah. It's backyard football, right? Like yep. that's what we're watching our team do. And that's why it's so much fun to watch. Um, it's just a pleasure. It's yeah. just, it's a pleasure. Um, to recap my thoughts. It's a lot. Um, but you know, like we've said all season, this team is just unbelievably special. Um, and it starts from the top down. I mean, the Hunt family, they're an awesome family for our team to play for. Like, they respect our players so much. They respect the game so much. And so it starts from there and then down to Andy Reid. You guys are loud. <laughs> Not me. Sorry. And, uh, you know, Eric Bieniemy, Steve Spagnolo, all those guys. And then the hires we made in the offseason, too. I know we'll get into that kind of next week. Um, but just, it's just been such a pleasure to watch them. Um, and I know, you know, I listen to a lot of other like sports shows and different people, and everyone's like, it's just, it's not even fair watching the Chiefs because they just have so much fun when they play football and they're just doing stuff that like you don't even, no other teams even think of. And it's like those snow globe plays, those uh, 
what is it? Corn dog now, <laughs> you know, like, I know I got to make that shirt for us guys this week. Um, but it's just, they're just so much fun to watch. And I'm just so proud to be a chiefs fan right now. I think this is an era we've all dreamed of for so long. Um, and we have the best quarterback in the league. We have the best tight end in the league. We arguably have the best D lineman in the league and Chris Jones and the best coach currently. I, I really like. think, uh, I'm definitely the best coach. Um, I just, I really think that they're all going to want to run it back again next season. And like you said, Chrissy, like it's just about keeping that core together and then building up these other guys. Like we're going to have these rookies with us again next season. They're only going to get better. Yeah. Um, it, Imagine it's just, them getting better. And then the draft and it, there's just so much to look forward to with this team. I'm so excited. I'm so excited that we won with this team and then it just gets better. Like, I, I don't even know what to say. Um, so in the words of Mitch Holthus, right? Like you're going to have to deal with the chiefs. You might not like us. You can disrespect us, but you're going to have to deal with us. And that's just, that's the name of the season for me. Yeah, um, I love that our rookies got that taste because they're, they're going to want to get it again. I just, I love Super that. Bowl, I mean, literally we won a, another Super Bowl. I just, it's unreal. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm so proud. So, so, so proud of this team. So many of these, I mean, every guy deserved it so much. And there's just so many great stories on our team too, that like, I don't know. It's just, it's so special. So, and then doing this podcast with you guys, like starting this up this season, it's just been the best part of it for me like I love getting to recap it every week and getting to talk about it all and we get to end on a Super Bowl like for our, I mean that's just awesome and first year of doing our podcast together so um and I know we plan on doing we don't plan on ending this during the off season either just so you guys know so we plan on continuing this and yeah uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun draft is in <laughs> Kansas City there's so much to look forward to so we got to get tickets to the draft, man. We got to figure yeah, that out. I tried out. to get some yesterday and it wouldn't let me register for some reason. Anyway, yeah, we're going to figure that out. Work oh, are they for I'll sale already? Day. Are they for sale? You have to get them. Uh, yeah, they're, I think they are. The draft tickets? Yeah. No, oh, okay. <laughs> got to get them. <laughs> like um, my final thoughts. Um. I mean, I think it's evidently clear that I'm proud of this team, so I'm not going to go into that, especially because you guys touched on that as well. I just – I think for me it was everything that I expected it to be. I know that they have extremely high expectations for themselves, so therefore I had high expectations for them. Um, being a season ticket holder, I love Arrowhead. Arrowhead is so fun. It has not changed. The fans are the greatest. The atmosphere is the best. Every single game I go to, I get cold bumps and chills. Like, it doesn't matter how many games I go to. I love it there. Yeah. I love seeing them run out the tunnel. I love the brotherhood that they've created. Um, and this season had a lot of ups and downs. Like, the beginning of the season was good, and then it was scary, and then we hated the defense for a really long time. <laughs> and the bye week came, and then we had stress about the Bengals, and then – I mean, even if you just talk about the NFL, the DeMar Hamlin situation and how that affected us, and we were the very first game to play after that situation. I'm like, I don't even want my boys to play. Like, I feel like there were so many things that happened throughout this season. Um, there was a lot of great games. There's a lot of great quarterbacks. The AFC West is a gauntlet, and I think that kind of speaks more to the level of our players and who we have on our team. We're going against some amazing people for a while. Right. Yeah, I mean, Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. Lamar Jackson. Like, I mean, Russell Wilson. But I mean, there's so many great people that are out there and so many great coaches that we're going to be going against. And we went against a lot of these teams this year. And for our rookies to kind of step it up and kind of kick it in a high gear going against this level of greatness that we're playing against, iron sharpens iron. Yep. And I don't think that – I think our team was good this year. I think that we can be great next year. I still think there was a ton of opportunity that we had this year, and there's some things that we can do to be better going into next year, especially getting some great pieces to fit into our scheme to make us even better and even sharper. So 
overall, I'm just I'm I'm so excited for next season. Like this season was great. Didn't expect us to be doing all these amazing things that we are. But yeah, next season is gonna be like. I think that's where I'm too, Jody. Like I don't even feel like we came near our ceiling. No. Like at all. There's no potential. I mean, we had suspensions. They did fantastic. They were an amazing team, but like, I just see so much more for them, and I think they all know that too. Like, I know we just Super Bowl. I think a lot of people are going to want to come back on a team-friendly deal because they not like. Yes, Patrick Mahomes has been doing this now for five seasons, six seasons, but he's just hitting that prime. Like, he's just like really starting to find. He already got swag through the roof. But he's just really finding that stride, like now. Yeah, and, and something like, with this. Man. Oh, I was gonna say something with this team. Like, guys, I know we had three losses, and but I had we, we we were nine <laughs> points, nine points away from going twenty and zero. Yeah, nine points. Yeah, our every loss was by three points, and in every <laughs> single game. We were, we had a lead in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So it's like, you look at, like you guys said, like, we don't feel like we hit that ceiling this year. And it's like, look right. how close we were to being unstoppable. We have and so many it's errors just, on ourselves. Like, think of special teams this year. They were a huge reason that we were having those issues. And they, they really cleaned it up in the last part of the season. So it's like, I'm so excited about this team next year. Like more excited than I am. I am about the team this year. I, cause just knowing the potential and knowing all those rookies who are dominant and so good this season and That's seeing what, them get a full off season under their belt, learning the playbook even more and coming back. Like I can't wait to see how the rookies take on the new rookies. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Yes. 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 I can't wait. I can't wait because they've been shown what that leadership looks like. Right. Yeah. So now they've been given so many things and tools this year. They have to pass the torch. If they don't yeah. pass the torch, then get off the team. Right? And, and how many seasons so. have we been like able to name every single rookie that we drafted? Literally every like, single one. That's crazy. It's crazy. We know them. We know every single rookie and we can name a play that they have made that has been huge for us. So it's just, God, I'm so excited. Like, and I, I know I it sounds up. crazy, but Harrison Bucker better be on this team next year. Agreed. I know oh, yeah. that sounds crazy. No. But I think if he's 100% healthy, which he will be, he'll get all the treatment and everything that he needs. Yeah. He had a rough season, but his season that he had is pretty on point to what his seasons are usually like. So but he, he was, like he always comes in clutch when we need him at the AFC championship kicks the game winner. Super bowl kicks the game winner with seconds left. Like, yeah, he no, better he be here next year. Healthy. Yeah. Healthy on top of that. So yeah. And I know we're going to get into this in the off season. Cause I already have like so many thoughts about all these other teams and like, I know we're going to get into it, but we got, we got money, we got cap space, we got draft picks. And then when you look at other teams that don't have really like, I can't wait to have those conversations later because we're gonna, a lot of teams are not going to look the same way that they did, bless you, this year that they will. <laughs> so, yeah. No, and especially the Eagles, they have so many free agents that are huge players. Well, they got to pay Jalen. The their Bengals have to pay Burrow. Yeah. Kelsey's probably going to retire. Like Jason. Jason. <laughs> Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. I said Kelsey. Yeah. No, yeah. we're talking about the Eagles. I think everybody's on trend. <laughs> but yeah, no, I know we're going to get into that later. So I don't even want to talk yeah, about right No, I agree. It's going to be a really fun off season. We have a lot We've of fun stuff for you guys. So yeah. it'll be good. Um, and yeah, I just think with all of our draft picks coming up, all the ca- like, it's just going to be. And like you said, I'm really looking forward to see how these rookies do with our new rookies because, yeah. like, they're going to instill that championship mentality into them right away. Yeah. They're going to be like, listen, it was our first year. We got a ring. It was our first year and we got a ring. You want a yeah. ring? Too, yeah. Right? Our rookies were baptized by fire. So, like, if you think about. How how quickly they had to become like an integral part of our team. Like they're I'm good. I cannot wait, Jody. And I like like you said, I 
watching them take these rookies and tell them how to do it so that they can be an integral part of this team early. Like, oh my gosh, it's going to be. They, they I'm so excited. They thought they were cocky this year. Oh, oh man. Oh, boy, better wait. And like you guys said, I mean, everyone, every team went out of their way to try to beat us this offseason. Oh, work. I cannot wait so to talk bad about the AFC West. I cannot wait to talk bad about the AFC West. They spent a whole lot of money and watched us get a ring. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the best way it could have ended. You couldn't, I mean, I couldn't ask for anything better. Well, let's wrap it up. I got to wake up at 5 a.m. to get people to go to the parade. Oh, I got to wake up at 5 a.m. to work out. Yeah, so I don't have a fundraiser tomorrow. Definitely be safe. Um, we will, Jody and I will be there. So look out for us. Sadly, Christy cannot be there. I'm so sad. We'll try to like FaceTime you, but we'll see how the service, service. Yeah. Yeah. Just at least take pictures and, you we'll know, Photoshop me into there. them, you know. Oh, absolutely. We're right tomorrow. Definitely. Right. Jeez, we got to do it again next year so or this season so I can come, so I can finally go to one. Dang it. Like, it's not fair. Here, say hi. The parade will be on TV. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll be live streaming it. Is it 41? I remember live streaming it the first time because I couldn't come. And I downloaded the app and fire and watched it on my tv at home so. yeah i'll be streaming yeah. it probably the same way i streamed the world cup soccer games i'm prepared i've got one meeting tomorrow and i'm prepared so um but guys we as always appreciate you joining us each and every week as we and just all the support you've shown our show in this premiere season of ours Make sure you visit our Twitter page and follow at Kingdoms Queen so you can find all the awesome places to watch our show. Um, guys, our Chiefs are Super Bowl 57 champions. Like, Super Bowl champs in a retooling year. It's just unbelievable. And this offseason has officially started. And your queens will be with you every single step of the way leading up to the draft and free agency. Um, so... Until next time. We next did week. it. <laughs> the we queens have spoken. All champions. I feel like Dora. We did it. 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 Like I said, keep tuning in with us because we're not going to. My friends. Boom. Boom. And we like Christy can really sing. I know Lexi's Make Chrissy sing and post on her page because she can. She actually can. No time for losers. Because we are the champions of the world. Of the world. All right. Love y'all. In this, Lexi. In this. Bye, y'all.